This episode is brought to you by the Metasearch Institute. What happens when patients' cases become too complex to solve in a typical 30-minute visit? Well, you've all had those super thick, super deep patient histories nobody's looked at in a long time and gone back through. Well, I'll tell you what happens is those patients bounce around from doc to doc without getting any answers or making any progress. These patients are trapped and lost in a maze. Well, Metasearch is here for those doctors and for those patients. Their motto is, we solve the unsolvable. Their process is rather simple. Dr. Trent Talbot, the founder, assigns a team of medical detectives, typically three MDs and one PhD, to each case. They research the latest breakthroughs and clinical trials, and they elicit the opinions of 10 to 15 world-leading experts per case. They purposefully seek out experts who will come at each case from a different perspective, the Bainesian method. Altogether, they will put in over 250 MD hours for every case. That means 500 times the amount of brain power that a typical doctor can afford to offer. Nobody can do what Metasearch does. Call 832-968-6667. That's 832-968-6667 to be in touch. You know, most problems in healthcare are fixed already. Primary care is already cured on the fringes. Reversing burnout, physician shortages, bad business models, forced buyouts, factory medicine, high deductible insurance that squeezes the docs and is totally inaccessible to most of the employees. The big squeeze is always on for docs. It's the acceleration of cost and the deceleration of reimbursements. I want you to meet those on this show that are making a difference with host Ron Barshop, CEO of Beacon Clinics. That's me. So who reads medical journals anymore? No one, almost. If you're angry hearing this, well, maybe you're dating yourself. And I truly wish you were right and I were dead wrong, but here's the hard truth. All the doctors today know that even the best journals that we can all name on one hand are heavily influenced by the bigs. That's pharma and devices. Come on, you know that too. And there is a dozen games and gambits that they all play. They have bought thought leaders, sometimes disclose, sometimes not disclose. Not publishing the negative studies is a common gambit, and only publishing good news said another way. Reviewers can't deep dive uncovering cons like the hydroxychloroquine debacle that happened in The Lancet a few months ago, where an article got put in and then pulled because it was ridiculous. And in fact, WHO, World Health Organization, pulled funding for HQ after that goof pulled on The Lancet. So it has big implications when this happens. And sponsoring is often, as I said, unethically undisclosed. Conflicts by the editors themselves are de rigueur. Several well-regarded retired editors have outed their massive corporatization of their journals. And they're all saying the same thing, that these peer-reviewed double-blind studies are basically thinly veiled marketing pitches by the bigs often. The journals aren't remotely independent, 98% of them these days. There's a few exceptions. If you're mad at hearing me say all of this and you're still listening to this show and haven't permanently checked out, I might as well pile on. Sexism is rampant and getting published is ridiculous if you're a woman. Publishing is a final sad bastion of the bro culture. And another thing that confuses all of us is that the data published is directly conflicted a week later in another journal. It's like battling journals. It's like a Talmudic debate. It's hard to pick a side or a winner on published articles sometimes 
And this gen of new docs just sometimes says no. They've opted out of reading journals. But the bottom line is it's about time. It's a, so compressed if you're a doctor today that soap notes are being done at home when you should be cavorting with your kids and canoodling with your wife and your husband. Yeah, it's a gerbil wheel of healthcare today, and the system sucks pleasure reading time away, much less medical journal reading. So I'm not that fond of complainers and whiners, and I'm doing nothing but complaining and whining right now. So here is the positive spin that you all can come to expect from me, is the state of publishing is just ideal for Watson and AI data mongers to digest so you white coats can all sling your stethoscopes and have incredible decision support and that's soon. I think it's coming to primary care. It's certainly already in other specialties. So each of you will become Jarvis MD like Iron Man, like a medical Iron Man or Captain Marvel. Do you see how I did that equality thing there with the Captain Marvel Iron Man thing? Okay, well, so let's go ahead and get into introducing our guest today. I'm super excited to introduce you to Dr. Trent Talbot because he's not only a revolutionary, but a visionary, and he's behind the MetaSearch Institute. He's known as a modern day Dr. House. Dr. Talbot and his expert research teams are CSI sleuths and everything from cutting edge treatments to holistic alternatives are changing lives of his customers. And it's simple. If you hire MetaSearch Institute, you get the very best treatment options in existence. If you hire MetaSearch Institute, you get the very best treatment options in existence. Trent, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Ron. Okay, Trent, I, I think to introduce you properly, we have to tell your story. You, ha you had 12 years captive to a chronic cough, a runny nose, and a really bad sore throat, and then chronic fatigue. Tell us what that journey led to and how that really created this company. Sure thing. So I, I started MediSearch after curing myself and my grandfather's medical issues that our doctors just weren't able to solve. I was diagnosed with eosinophilic esophagitis, which is an autoimmune condition in which the esophagus is constantly inflamed, ends up getting scarred and constricting. And my doctors told me that I was going to be on steroids for the rest of my life and I would need a dilating surgery once every year or two. So I wasn't very happy about that because I didn't like being on steroids. They started me on and it was just nasty, nasty drug. So I decided to take a few days off work and I just dove into the research because I knew there was information out there I wasn't getting from my docs. And, uh, and it didn't take me long to find that EOE is commonly from food allergies and that it could be treated with an elimination diet. And so I was like, what? You put me on steroids. You told me I was going to need surgery every couple of years. But the majority of cases can be solved by an elimination diet. Nobody told me that. I saw three GI docs. They all said the exact same thing. And so that was a, a mind blow. Um, but what happened was I got an all-meat diet. Within 10 days, all my symptoms that I had been suffering from for 12 years were gone. And it was the first time in my adult life I wasn't suffering from constant cold-like symptoms and a burning throat, you know, losing my voice, things like that. And I didn't have the idea to start MediSearch right after that, but a couple months later, I got a call from my grandma, and she told me that my grandpa Pops was in bad shape, and so he's always had back trouble. Um, but my grandma told me that he, he ended up having this back surgery that I told him not to get, but he got it. And now it had been a few months since surgery, and, and he should have been doing better, but he was a lot worse. And he wasn't able to move around the house, wasn't able to play golf. 
And, you know, the thing you need to know about Pops is he loves golf. That's, that was his life. He played around a golf every weekday for 20 years. And it's a social life. It's his exercise. Very important to him. And he could no longer golf. He wasn't doing well physically, emotionally. So my grandma called, asked me for help. So I did the exact same process. I took a couple of days off work, dove into it, found that the surgery that he had was no longer recommended for his type of back pain. But more importantly, I found a few options that could potentially help, one of which was a particular type of stem cell treatment down in Panama City. So I laid out the pros and cons for him, and he decided to pull the trigger. They went down there and got it, and I got a call from Pops a month or so later telling me how much better he was. He's back on the golf course more energy, had some new hairs pop up on the top of his head. And he just told me, he, was, he said, you know, I'm so lucky I have a grandson who's a doctor who could take a few days and research this. Otherwise, I never would have known about this option and would have resigned myself to being a couch potato. And, and that, that made the light go off that, you know, this could be a service to help me, help my grandpa. And that's when I decided to give it a rip. You know, there's um, 90 plus million people out there with rare genetic disorders and or rare diseases that 80 to 90% of them are misdiagnosed. And so they're just suffering silently. They're invisible. They're, they're stuck in the cracks of care, exactly like you and Pops, and they don't have answers and they're only getting bad answers or steroids or they're getting even worse, maybe opioids. And so um, maybe they're wheelchair bound and they could be walking again, like my friend Brianna, who's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. Maybe they're um, in intense pain and can be off of the pain. I mean, you, you didn't have a pleasant life for over a decade, did you? No, it was, it was pretty rough. Um, after I got on that elimination diet and after I've switched diets um, since then, you know, my life has been completely different. I've lost a ton of weight. I feel a million times better. My energy levels are through the roof. So yeah, I, I didn't know I could feel like this until this whole process. So you and I discovered together this thing called Bayesian uh, theory, Bayesian method being that it's an old system of putting a lot of super bright, uh, super uh, leading people in their fields into the same room to solve a problem. And, um, and I first learned about it in this early 60s. We lost one of our nuclear subs in some unfriendly deep waters. And individually, the couple of dozen experts that were all in different fields came within 20 miles of where they thought it sunk based on currents and et cetera, et cetera. And then when they all got in the room together, they came within 20 feet of the actual sinking of the sub and they were able to recover it. So Bayesian method is, is really exactly what you're doing. Can you talk a little bit about what kind of experts you'll pull into a room to solve your clients uh, overwhelming problems that they can't solve in current system? Yeah. So the way I like to describe many search is we're the exact opposite of your typical practice where typical practice, you have one doctor who spends 15, 30 minutes with you and he goes off his memory on what he thinks is the best, the best route. We um, spend 500 MD hours on every case. It's a lot of brain power. And instead of getting one opinion, we get 10 to 15 opinions, including world-leading experts from multiple specialties. And the point of doing all this is to try to find every single edge that our clients can get over their disease so that they can beat it. And that may come in the form of cutting-edge treatments, clinical trials, holistic options like diet, supplements, and lifestyle. Um, but yeah, part of our process is, is gathering every relevant 
specialty to create a three-dimensional perspective on each case you know so for let's say prostate cancer you know we'll have we'll have the medical oncologist we'll have the radiation oncologist we'll have the prostate cancer surgeon we'll have the molecular pathologist to talk about precision medicine and looking at the at the genetics of the cancer tissue itself and all of those people they come with a completely different viewpoint on a case and completely different experiences and so by getting all of those perspectives you you get just a much more well-rounded view of each case that's our process and it works so typically in these complex cases trent you've got deep and thick files i mean digitally it might be you know lots of gigabytes of images and lots of deep history how does anybody have the time to go that far back and that far deep sometimes the the critical clue might be back 20 years 10 years five years ago and soap notes that are just buried somewhere how do you how does that how do y'all do that digging well i mean we just do it with manpower you know but the typical clinic or hospital just they don't have time to to do that digging and to gather the the case history and i've got this um something i like to call the complexity tipping point and it it states that for simple cases with a f- only a few variables and a short history, really the current healthcare model works okay. You know, the doctor wouldn't necessarily bring much more value to the patient. But once a case gets to a certain level of complexity, the system breaks down and, and the typical short office visits, not enough time to untangle the complexity of these cases. And, and that's because, in my opinion, doctors don't have enough data and experience. And in the data, these complex cases they're complex. They've seen a lot of doctors and they've had a lot of imaging, a lot of testing and and over the span of years. And the doctor staff doesn't have time to go request and collect all those records and find the pertinent points. And, and so doctors are forced to move forward, you know, with an incomplete picture of the patient, they're sort of operating in the dark. And, and so this may mean more testing going down rabbit holes have already been explored. And these doctors are just in a tough spot because nobody has that kind of time. We, We do it with, just a lot of a lot of manpower you know our clients pay us a lot of money to make sure that we gather all of this data and that world leading experts get the complete case summary so we do it with manpower but the regular run of the mill hospital or or clinic just doesn't have that which is unfortunate so let's talk trent about the um some recent cases tell me I don't know many doctors that get like hugs and kisses. I mean, you're a good looking guy and I'm not, but you know, I'd imagine you're going to get that anyway, but I'm going to imagine that some of your patients are so excited to finally get answers and finally get visibility into the real situation that's going on that you must get a lot of love out there from some of your clients. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, when our clients come into Houston, they spend two days with us and we break down, you know, everything that we find on a case. And it takes us two days to properly inform our clients of all the different options. And then, and then we start getting the ball rolling. But, you know, I have these doctors that or I have these patients, sorry, that, you know, say, I never would have imagined that there was so much information, so many options out there. And you know, just about everybody cries that that comes down and gets the two day stay, which is what we call our presentation. But we had a client recently come down from the D.C. area who had been struggling with severe neck and back pain for over 15 years. He had fibromyalgia, a lot of health problems, um, three failed neck surgeries. And our first inclination was 
it was going to be about his failed neck surgeries and his fibromyalgia. But once we gathered all the records and organized the case and, and just saw it for what it was, you know, over the length of 15 years, we, we were suspicious of his right shoulder. And then we started presenting the, the information to all of our different experts, you know, the spine surgeons, the shoulder specialists, the pain management specialists, the fibromyalgia docs. And, and basically they, they were all saying, you know, it looks like it's the shoulder. That's what he, he ended up needing. He had stage four severe osteoarthritis of the shoulder. You know, he had some other problems as well, but, but that, that had gone more or less undiagnosed or at least untreated for, for a long time. And we, we got him a shoulder replacement and then we started to work on his, his axial neck pain that he had after the, after the three spine surgeries. And we used some cutting edge uh, peripheral nerve stimulation and, and then did some stuff for his fibromyalgia and central sensitivity. And he was basically couch ridden before he came down here. He was addicted to opioids, not working anymore. He had a big contractor business before that. And now he's back to work doing great. And yeah, so, you know, we spend so much time with, with a client that we end up forming, you know, pretty awesome relationships with them and we're heavily invested. And whenever we have success like that, it's, it's always a good feeling. I would imagine that they're going to have trouble sleeping the night before the big report of findings because they're not um, seen. There's, you know, I call it invisible or unheard for most of this, you know, medical journey they've been on. And finally, they are going to be seen and they're going to be seen by as good physicians as you're going to get. I mean, it's literally a dream team of people sitting around a table looking at your, on your behalf for your best interest is, do you ever have trouble sleeping the night before because you're excited to present? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. In every case, we spend so much time talking to experts and, and getting the opinions and then working on the presentation. It, it's always fun when our, when our clients come down and, and often it's the first time we've met them face to face. And so it's, it's super exciting. Are you in a uh, situation where you're open to looking at Eastern medicine and Ayurvedic medicine, and you've already mentioned functional and precision medicine. Are there some homeopathic or uh you know, non-allopathic, non-traditional methods that are taking care of the problems just as it did for you when you were um, solving your own problem? Yeah, we, we keep a very open mind. We go where, where the research points to and everything's on the table. With my history, we obviously believe strongly in, in diet and um, we also get into the, to the biochemistry and, and um, for a lot of cases, we'll use certain supplements, especially for things like autoimmune conditions. And yeah, we recommended acupuncture not too long ago on a, on a stage four prostate cancer patient um, who was having hot flashes and it helped a bunch. There's a lot of, a lot of benefit to obviously Western medicine and especially, you know, the cutting edge of Western medicine. It's really exciting what's going on. Um, but there's also a ton of value in Eastern medicine and, and looking at the patient from a complete perspective and even looking at, you know, things like mindset and, and how they're handling things emotionally. So we have the luxury of having so many, so much manpower and brain power that we consider everything before, before we make our presentations. How do you put your dream teams together? So you're like the Dr. House and you know who are the experts that need to be brought in. And sometimes they're obscure experts you wouldn't think to sit around a table. But how do you bring these, these men and women all together in the committee to, uh, like, how do you decide who are those, who is that dream team? So 
every time we we have a new a new case um, if it's something that we haven't seen before then we start off with you know the the key opinion leaders the people that do the presentations at the conferences for whatever disease you know we're covering but then you know you talk to enough people you hear about doctors that are getting good results doing this and then you reach out to them and you get their perspective and and over time you you figure out you know who are the the rock stars and whose word you can trust and and so a lot of it is a lot of it is time and relationships and and figuring out you know figuring out for each area of medicine who's really at the front edge and who's got the most experience and who's getting the best results so there's 120 specialties out there, and um, I guess you get to pull from all of them, plus the, as I said, the Eastern medicine and the Ayurvedic. So are you also um, sometimes not finding the right team and you can't come up with answers? Is there some mysteries that are just unsolvable because they're so rare? We haven't really had that predicament. I mean, there's there's cases that, that we come across that are just so far advanced. There's really not much that we can do, but the thing with modern medicine is that on the research side of things, there is just an unbelievable amount of breakthroughs and, and advancement in not only you know medicines and, and technology, but also just thought. You know, there's for every case, you know, there's so much out there that we'll find things that, that can add value for the most part. I mean, at least we haven't had one that where we haven't yet. What is your favorite part of the journey that you go on with these patients and what is your least favorite part? Um, my least favorite part is, is early on because every single time we, we have a new case that is a disease that we haven't seen before, it's always, you know, our clients pay us a lot of money and the first few weeks we're, we're like, all right, are we really going to be able to provide value for this case and, or for this client? And it always, it's not, it, it always seems like we're not, and I get nervous, and, but then eventually you talk to enough experts and things start to come together. We start to have breakthroughs in the case, and, and then I start to get excited, and then my, my favorite part's the presentation. I mean, that's, that's a blast, having, having our clients come in and spending two full days with them. Trent, what's the best way to reach you if people want to reach out and find you? You can give us a call. 832-968-6667. You can also go to our website, medisearchinstitute.com. Yeah, that's where I'd start. Okay, great. And you know how this drill goes at the end of every show. We ask if you're flying a banner over America, what would that message be? You know, I forgot that you were going to ask this question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would, well, I'd be tempted to take some free advertising and say something like go to MediSearch if you want to live. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, but now um, I would, well, I'm unlock your perfect self MediSearch Institute. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm getting baptized in a couple of days and um, learning about the gospel has been, you know, the best thing that ever happened to me. So I would probably, I'd probably have something, you know, about that on that banner and, and, uh, you know, something like, have you heard the good news? Okay. Nice message. Well, Trent, thank you for your time and we will keep up with your progress. And when you get some super interesting case, everybody's a crime scene investigator. I mean, it's the most popular show on TV with a million versions and everybody likes to solve the crime. So, um, uh, 
you know, we, we're all on your team wanting you to succeed and uh, let's keep talking. Well, thank you, Ron. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me and, and yeah, for you being there all these years. Thank you. So welcome to Just a Hospital Minute. We are adding these segments for one minute at the end of every show to tell you some of the games that hospitals play. One of the morally most reprehensible things that hospitals do is instead of charging the fair rate, they will charge, for example, implantable meds at 10 times the cost. This starts to get sinister. So this is just another hospital minute. Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up? There's two things you can do for us. One, go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.